Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Adamas grabbed all left field. They're going to send Taylor. Here comes Quinn to the plate. Taylor is safe. Willie Adamas walks it off against the Rays. It took all of two pitches for Willie Adamas to get it done against his former club. What a win. What a way to come back from last week for the Brewers. Taking a quick two-game series against the Rays. You just heard the game winner from Willie Adamas in the bottom of the 10th after Rowdy Telez forced extras with a solo home run in the 9th. This was uh, the kind of win that the Brewers have clearly been needing since the Josh Hader trade. You're back on the Fan Afternoon Show on 1250 AM. The Fan, Scott Grodsky from CBS 58 alongside Sam Schmitz. And this is this is exactly what the doctor ordered, I would think, Sam. Yeah, I mean, you talk about the last couple of games, too, before this two-game series against the Rays began. We were just still talking about how it seemed like the players in the clubhouse are just still trying to get over the loss of Josh Hader. And I think, you know, we were talking about it before, too, but just sweeping these two games and then winning the way they did just really catapults them to hopefully get their momentum back, kind of forget about that, be like, okay, we got to turn the page. Josh Hader's not walking back into this clubhouse, and we got to go win this series against the St. Louis Cardinals. So, yeah, no better way to go into that weekend series in St. Louis than to get this two-game sweep, especially the way they did it, too. Yeah, I would say there was a little bit of everything you could possibly want from this game. Most importantly, there was the little celebration out in center field after the hit with the you know, makeshift Gatorade shower that really just turns into water bottles being thrown at Willie Adamas. But that type of energy is exactly what you're hoping to see. But it wasn't just that. The defense had been struggling for a little while. Rowdy Telez had a great defensive play in the 10th inning to to get rid of the, uh, the ghost runner on second base and set the stage for this win. Willie Adamas, his average hasn't exactly been exactly what you're hoping for this year. He comes through with the big hit. Uh, Telez's home run against a lefty, something the Brewers have struggled with pretty much the entirety of this season. And you brought in the lefty, lefty, uh, lefty, lefty hitter for Telez to get that done. So I, I really don't think you could have asked for much more aside from this being against the Cardinals instead of the Rays. But even the Rays, it's not like they're a bad team. These two teams started the series with the same record. And now Brewers just a half game behind St. Louis. St. Louis plays tonight and tomorrow before uh, they start their series against the Brewers on Friday. Friday. Tomorrow's Thursday, yeah, Yeah. on Friday. So it is possible that the Brewers and Cardinals start their series on Friday with the Brewers in first place again. Yeah. And And solo first place. Right, we shall see. I mean, the thing, too, to your point, I mean, I think both these games, you talk about all three phases of the game, you know, just connecting on on both of these. I mean, 
great defense. We had the Tyrone Taylor home run rob last night. You had the great relay throw as well. Like you said, in today's game, you had the Rowdy Telez throw out at third base. On top of that, too, the pitching's been great. The offense uh, step up, too, obviously. But the, the bullpen especially, with guys still figuring out these roles, and Brad Boxberger getting into a jam there today, and then Hobie Milner. Who would have thought? If he you has been me, so good. Yeah, if, if you were to transport me back to spring training, and I was going to tell myself in the past that Hobie Milner was going to be in these high-leverage situations all throughout the season, and he was going to be dominant in them, I would have said you were crazy. Yeah, I mean, he, he has been incredible for them this whole year. Trevor Gott had a good, uh, what, ninth inning, I believe, as yep. well. Uh, and then Devin Williams had a very clean tenth. So I... It's what you're hoping for out of the bullpen as they reset things. Obviously, Boxberger did get himself into some trouble, but uh, I agree with Tim Allen. I think that that's a, that's a spot that three months ago, Boxberger stays in the game until he either gets out of it or gets into more trouble. But right now, it, it's starting to feel like a playoff push. It's not the playoffs yet, but it, it's definitely starting to feel like every one of these games starts to matter that much more, and that's why it is that important when you have a win like this and able to come through with it. And again, you can call in, join us here on the Fan Afternoon Show, 414-677-1250. Again, that's 414-677-1250, or tweet us at 1250AMTheFans. Scott Grodsky and Sam Schmitz talking about that big Brewers win as they head into a day off tomorrow before starting a couple of huge series against both the Cardinals and the Dodgers. Milwaukee now back to within a half game of first place in the NL Central. And I think that, you know, two days ago, Sam, we were taking calls on people saying, well, the Brewers might be looking to move out of Milwaukee and try to get new ownership. And that's why these moves were made. Yeah, two days later, I think it's a different tune. On top of that, I mean, we talked about how that six-game sample size, when you're looking back to the whole 162, it could be such a small, I guess, like, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day, too. And on top of that, I mean, look at just yesterday, too, with the Hater trade encompassed all in one day. I mean, Josh Hader blows a save. Denelson Lamette appears with the Rockies. Taylor Rogers has to get a cortisone shot. And thankfully, he was going to be available today if needed. Yeah, that was good to hear from Council. That, yeah. That he is available. Because I, I know Taylor Rogers said yesterday he would be, but, you know, when something like that, the cortisone shot comes out of nowhere, right? You're not sure until you're sure. I mean, it's just it's just a good thing for this Brewers team to win because on top of everything that happened, I mean, it's been a wild couple of weeks, but thankfully Brewers fans can celebrate these last two days of the win, and then hopefully they can continue this going into St. Louis. Once again, four one four six seven seven twelve fifty. Let's get out to Mike in Greenfield. Mike, you're on the fan. Hey, hey guys. You know, uh, two days ago I was talking with. Can you hear me? Okay. Got you loud and clear, Mike. Okay, um, I was talking with my brother-in-law, and uh, I didn't like the trade at all, but I do remember that Tim Allen thought the team was better off, and I just thought it kind of hurt the mojo of the team. Well, Hader blew a save yesterday, and Stearns has been almost like King Midas with the Midas touch, but I'm down on, uh, on uh, Martin Luther King Drive and Lloyd, uh, I'm doing a little scrapping um, for bicycles, and I just saw a family that came back from the game, and it was so awesome. One of them had a Robin Young jersey. They all had Brewer jerseys, and we were celebrating that it looks like we should remember that Stearns knows what he's doing, and uh, I think uh, they had a bad couple of games, and I think the Brewers are going to get back on tra- a track, and uh, – I think Stearns is going to look continue looking like King Midas with the Midas touch. It's going Mike, to be a great year, I hope. 
And uh, I don't want bad to happen to Hader, but now that he's playing for another team, I just hope uh, I hope we continue to turn things around. Mike, if you end up being in a position where let's fast forward through a couple of months, Brewers are playing the Padres in the first round of the playoffs. How do you feel about that? As long as we get, as long as we win against Hader, I'm going to feel bad because I know I still don't think we got enough in that trade. They 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 let one guy go from the get go. So why did they why did they throw him in there just to make the fans happy? But anyhow, I would feel lousy if the Padres knock us out of it again. Yeah, I think that would be a, a tough one to stomach if you have uh, Josh Hader on the mound knocking the Brewers out of the playoffs. Appreciate the call, Mike. I mean, he brought up a good point. I mean, I think at the end of the day, we we, we heard from Adam McAlvey earlier today on the fan on the Bart Winker show, but we talked to Jeff Cirillo. Um, about David Stearns and how we think Jeff Sorrell is like, look, David Stearns has done a great job, and I think we can we should be able to trust in what he's doing. Um, but I think you know, the last couple of days is just going to show that you can't really make. I, I hate doing it, but it's it's the it's the job we do, Scott, where we have to have a take on who won the trade and all that. But and you, you have really to have, have to take right away. You have to let these yeah. things play out because you really yep. don't know how it's going to impact both these teams in the future. And like you said, I mean David Stearns. Who knows if he's done a good job, but I think uh, he's definitely earned the trust for us to kind of hold back our our, our takes on this so far. Well, and the fact of the matter is it is a lot easier to do now. Yeah. Uh, two days later, uh, once they have won a couple of games and are, are over the funk, because that was, you're right, you're never going to know who wins a trade in the first two weeks, but you could see how this was impacting the current team in those first couple of days after the trade, and now it is a it feels like a whole different world after uh, Willie Adamas says that that walk off hit. Uh, let's hear from him uh, if we can before we go to yep. break. Yeah, let's let's hear from him after the uh, game winning hit. Brewers win in extras. His pitching staff as well as anybody. Ryan Thompson, that sidearm delivery. What's the toughest part? Picking up the right pitch for you to get the game winning hit there. Uh, after after the nine inning, you know, I gotta give credit to Rowdy on the homer and then on the play on first and then Caratini with that great throw. And you know, after. When I was facing Tonson, I know he, you know, I got to face him. I got to look to the pitch down there and try to, you know, get the ball up. And he gave it to me, and I just take advantage of it. You mentioned the great defense. We saw that in the last two games, but especially Rowdy's heads-up play there. And and then Victor Caratini throwing out the runner. Devin only had to face two hitters. How did that help you guys set that up the win? I mean, that's why we won the game. You know, if they didn't make those plays, I don't know if we could have won the game, you know, because it would have been... Uh, they will have a big situation for them, and, you know, I'm just happy they uh, ex- execute the plays, and, you know, we were uh, able to be in a, in a great position to win the game. What about the job Homie Milner did? Two strikeouts to strand the bases loaded and give you guys another shot. Yeah, that was amazing. You know, it's always great to see that when, when, when they help each other, when they are always accountable, and, you know, we always love to see that, and, you know, I'm just happy for him. And, you know, he's been killing it this year, and I hope he continues to do that. Last one for you, Willie. You guys get the series sweep here. You're heading for a big series against St. Louis. How excited are you guys for this upcoming weekend? Man, it's, it's going to be a really good one. You know, I'm, happy, I'm really happy that we're going with this momentum. Uh, hopefully we can take this to, to St. Louis and beat them too. And, you know, we're going to go there and battle with them, and, you know, hopefully we can take the series. That interview with Willie Adamas, courtesy Bally Sports Wisconsin. Adamas having the walk-off winner against his former team, the Tampa Bay Rays, as Milwaukee wins two in a row, finishes a very quick series before heading into 
a three-game set against the Cardinals. Let's go out to the phone lines now, 414-677-1250. We have Al in Cedarburg. Al, how are you doing? Doing well, Scott. How are you, buddy? No complaints. Brewers back in the wind okay. column. Ah, that's what I got to say. Schmitty, and also thanks for taking my call. So I'm just driving back home from the game right now. And this was, I mean, I've called and said this before. Baseball is a weird sport, guys. Baseball is a very weird sport. And, you know, I was, I was, I was a fan of the uh, hater trade in general. But I was thinking about the flip side of that coin. Like, you know, is it going to, you know, this two weeks could go either way. Horribly great or horribly wrong or incredibly great. And it went horribly wrong, like just from the optics. But you have to take into account just big picture, what can happen with baseball when teams can get hot. There's so much up in the air and up to chance. And, you know, if three of these guys can get hitting, you know, like we need them to, and we can produce in the clutch like we did again today, hey, anything can happen. Um, I don't think we're a World Series caliber team, but weird things have happened in baseball. So enjoy the ride. And I think, you know what, Brewers fans, maybe I'm too much of an optimist, but you just got to enjoy this type of stuff. So I appreciate you guys kind of like touching on some more of that optimism. And, you know, hey, that's what it is. Baseball is a weird sport, guys. That's going to be my motto. Thank you again. We'll talk soon. Appreciate the call. Al from Cedarburg, who was at the game. I imagine it was quite an atmosphere. It has everything you want. Walk-off win and, of course, a chance to chant Rowdy after the uh, home run from Rowdy Telez, which ultimately sent the game to extras. We're going to take one final break here on the Fan Afternoon Show. And, of course, be sure, check out 2400 Sports' MLB coverage with big-time baseball, former players Cody Decker, Tony Gwynn Jr., along with MLB insider John Heyman, sit down every week to cover all the moving parts of Major League Baseball on the field, in the clubhouse, and in the front office. These guys have you covered with complete breakdowns of every team and individual player worth noting on a week-to-week basis. New episodes of the Big Time Baseball uh, every Monday on Odyssey or wherever you get your podcasts. This is 1250 AM The Fan. To Les Centerfield. to Walls, ground to first to Les, thinking about third, they got a play, and they got him! What a throw from Rowdy to Les. And never did hesitate. Boy, great play by Rowdy to Les. That could very well be a game-saver. That was one heck of a 20-minute span there for Rowdy to Les, first baseman for the Brewers. That was the uh, game-tying home run in the ninth, and then in the top of the tenth, uh, the peace of mind to throw to third right away. With the ghost runner starting on second and no outs, that pretty much ended the threat for the Rays before it ever really got going. Those highlights courtesy of Bally Sports Wisconsin. Welcome back to the Fan Afternoon Show. We are coming to you live from Lakeland University Studios, offering co-op credit for work experience. Learn your way at lakeland.edu. And again, never miss a moment from the Fan. With the free Odyssey app, you can download the Fan Afternoon Show and listen whenever and wherever works best for you. Scott Gradsky along with Sam Schmitz talking about this big Brewers win. I think it, it really did have a little bit of everything you wanted. We've talked about the hitting. We've talked about the bullpen. We did not talk about the starting pitcher, Brandon Woodruff, who this might have been one of his worst games since coming back from the injured list. And that's saying something because he was good again today, Sam. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of crazy. I don't know if you've seen – have you seen Brandon Woodruff's home and away splits this year? 
Uh, not in a while, no. It's insane. I'll bring it up in a couple minutes here. But, yeah, I mean, ever since, though, Brandon Woodruff returned from the IL, it's it's the Brandon Woodruff that you knew and you were hoping for going into this season. It took him a while to get things figured out, but when he came back, I was nervous, too. I mean, I wasn't sure how the Raynaud syndrome was going to affect him. Never really had to deal yeah, with that. Yeah, not really knowing what, yeah. <laughs> covering a player. And there has been times this season that it's popped back up with him when he was out in San Francisco. He was, mm-hmm. like, blowing on his hand more than usual and stuff like that. Had to bring out a hand warmer, so... But it's it's good that I mean he's back to his normal self that you don't really have to worry about that all too much. I think he was reading a piece. He was talking about how he read a piece from the Athletic about how Tom Glavin was dealing with that throughout his career. So good to see Brandon Woodruff and Freddie Peralta too. I've been surprised both of these uh, first two outings back from the re- from the injury and after the rehab assignment and all that. That it looks like Peralta. Like, I've saw like sabermetrics and all that looking in the analytics. Freddie Peralta is actually his first outing back from the IL. Velocity was up on some of his pitches. His last outing against the Tampa Bay Rays, Velocity was down. So it's, got, it's been kind of weird, but it looks like Freddie Peralta is a little more in control than he was. Uh, yeah, I, and I think they're still figuring out with him. I saw, what was it, like 65 pitches again only? Yeah. Um, so I, I, I think they're taking it a little slower with Freddie. It was also a longer injury with Freddie Peralta. But I mean, I'm, I'm pretty happy, uh, speaking just from a Brewer's lens, I'm pretty happy with what I saw from both starting pitches over the last two days. Neither of them were perfect. Neither of them were dazzling. But they were good, and they're good still coming off the injury, and they, they look like they're trending in the right direction. And Woodruff, again, he wasn't sensational today. He made a couple of mistakes. One of them landed uh, – Rosarena's home run was probably 450 feet, and he, he killed that ball. Uh, so it, it, there's still room to improve. But overall, it was a pretty solid start for Brandon Woodruff, and uh, if we can, let's let's hear from – uh, big woo after uh, no, I was gonna say after the win he didn't get the win, but after the win for the team that he pitched seven innings of. From the last outing to this one, I mean it's you, you can tell what their approach is right off the bat. So I was just trying to make pitches early on and and try to get some some early contact and really I didn't honestly getting through the fifth. I didn't kind of know where my pitch count was, and then I kind of glanced up, and I was like, holy moly, they're, they're really swinging. So I was in a good spot pitch count-wise. They were, you know, they made me work. They hit some um, my mistakes today, got punished. Uh, you know, luckily it was more, it was just the solo shots, but you can live with those. And um, the defense played unbelievably. Tyrone is making plays all over the yard, it seems like, this series. And then um, – you know, Keston over there at first making those two stretching plays. So defense played a heck of a game, and, you know, it was a, all around it was a good, good series. Did you feel like they were more aggressive this time around than when you saw them at their place? I think so, just because they hadn't seen me um, the first time at their place. And then coming into the day, and, um, I mean, they know I like to use the, my fastball. So uh, they came out swinging, and, um, you know, I was able to get some, some quick outs. But, yeah, they, I, I think they – kind of made the point that they were going to swing pretty early and kind of go from there. So That's Brandon Woodruff, courtesy Bally Sports Wisconsin. Seven innings, four hits, three runs, five strikeouts as the Brewers on a winning streak, two in a row as they sweep the uh, Rays in this quick series, 4-3 the final in 10 innings. That's about all the time we have today on the Fan Afternoon Show alongside Sam Schmidt, Scott Grodsky. Have a good one. You are listening to 1250 AM The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. 
Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.